Welcome to another episode of The Blind Spot, a safe space for blind and visually impaired individuals to share their stories and life experiences. I'm Kayla Aliquin. And I'm Melissa Altador. So there's a lot of topics within this friendship series. I mean, we're still on our relationship series, but friendships, we had so much to discuss and talk about. Yes, definitely. Um, So we appreciate um, if you enjoyed the last episode. Um, This episode, well, I will be introducing, I should say, is something most of us can relate to. Me more than others, maybe. Um. Well, this is going to be the first half of this topic we're going to be discussing. Um, the first half of it is, when is it okay to introduce your friend to your boyfriend, girlfriend? And when is it okay to involve your friends in anything that you're go- that's going on between you and your significant other? And that also goes back to what we spoke about in our last episode of Boundaries. So this applies here as well. Um, I'm sure you all can relate to that. I know I can. <laughs> I'm sure Kayla can a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely be touching um, on that. And also introducing your quote unquote besties, as we like to say, to your significant other and whether they'll get along or not. Because sometimes they will and sometimes they will not. So we will definitely be touching on that. Um, I will introduce the first half of this topic. Um, when is it okay to introduce your best friends to your significant other? Um, I think speaking for myself, um, that introduction can be a little tricky. If you've spoken about your friends to your significant other in a positive way, or even in a negative way sometimes too, they already have a perception of what your best friend is like versus, um, you know, like what you've told them. Um, For me personally, I, um, I mean, with my, going back to my very first relationship, which, you know, was a teenage relationship, Um, In this case, I wouldn't really talk too much about that because they were already friends before I started going out with that person. So that kind of made it a little easier. But I will say, um, speaking from the last relationship I'm in and the current relationship I'm in, it came with a lot, (laughs) particularly with the last relationship I was in. Um, introducing, you know, my ex to some of my friends, I didn't do that with all of my friends because again, there was a lot that happened that went on, which I'll touch on more when we talk about dating. Um, I introduced them to some of my friends and right off the bat and I thank God for having great friends because there were things I needed to hear that I didn't want to at the time. So they kind of told me how this person, what like from their first interactions with them, they told me how he was. And, you know, um, 
I said, okay, um, I will handle that accordingly. But at the same time, you know, I, I was, because I was young when I was with this person. I was in my 20s. <laughs> so I was still learning how to be in a long-term relationship and also navigate that with my friends. So when I introduced them to my friends, especially my very close friends, you know, they did it for me. You know, they went along with meeting him and everything like that. So when it came time, you know, for a formal introduction, right off the bat, like, they were like, something is off about this person. You may not see it, but I do. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I didn't fight them on it necessarily, but I kind of started keeping little tabs in my head, you know, um, about that person. So, and also from what I've seen for myself gradually, but you know, um, this is why it's great that you have great friends that will tell you the truth, even if you don't want to hear it, because <laughs> it's not easy to, to say the least, but in this particular case, um, it did help me a lot because there were things that I didn't see that they did. And that actually helped, it helped me in the long run because I was like, wow, I didn't notice that red flag, but you did. Like I was talking um, recently to one of my friends and, you know, just like we were talking about stuff in the past or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, remember that really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to remember, but what about it? And they're like, well, we're glad you didn't stay with this person because I knew from the get-go they weren't the right fit for you. And I was like, you know what? Now looking back on that, you're right. <laughs> like, now definitely looking back on everything I've gone through, you're right. I, you know, I finally saw that person for who they really were. And I made that mistake of, again, introducing my friends to that person early and, you know, that was just the worst thing because when he broke up with me, he almost successfully turned a lot of my friends against me, but only some of my, uh, only like a handful of my friends knew what was really going on in that relationship. So they didn't take the bait as it were. So I would say to all of you that's listening, you know, if you're in a relationship like that and your friends try to tell you something about your significant other, I mean, I know that's something nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to hear that, oh, I don't like this person because, like, you you don't want to jump to any um, conclusions. But if your friends are seeing something that, you're not then that says a lot and keep in mind that they're trying to help you they're not trying to be like the jealous friend or the like you know that type of friend no in some cases they are trying to help you so that's something you should definitely um take into account I've done that in many situations in contrast to my current relationship that I'm in um, I started introducing him to some of my friends, like, you know, cause they've heard him on the phone with me or they've like them on the phone, but 
Um, hopefully that will change when I will make a day where um, I will be introduced formally introducing him to a lot of my close friends only because introducing him to just a person I just call a friend I don't think that's a great idea um, due to the fact that I'm not really close with that person and I and there's just a lot of baggage that comes with that too um but you know I'm glad he likes some of my friends in a way because you know I talk about my friends a lot or I don't share everything about them but I do talk about my friends and you know he's notice how much of a close bond that I have with some of you and that goes to show like okay if you're ready to introduce your significant other to your friends then I honestly think a few not a few years but if you're like one or two years in and your relationship is at a good place then I think that's a good time to kind of start um formally introducing your friends to your significant other in my case because I'm in a long distance relationship it took a little time but because my friends hear me talking to him on the phone and you know I had it on speaker before so they've heard his voice and they know what he sounds like but now I feel that it's time to formally introduce him to my friends because I formally introduced him to my immediate family members and some of my extended family members. So I think now is a great time to um, <clears throat> start introducing him to my friends, to my close friends, I should say. Um, I'm sure you all had that moment where you questioned whether or not it's a great idea. I It definitely depends on the person who you're with, and it also depends on your friends. If you have, again, it goes back to if you have a close friendship with someone that will tell you something out of genuine concern or genuine feeling, then I think, again, that's a good idea to um, introduce them to the person that you're dating. Um, I'm sure... uh, I don't know if Kayla's ever had this issue, but I've I've been in this situation many, many, many times where even I've met some of my friends, significant others, and my impressions of them vary. Um, So I'm sure, you know, you all can relate to that. Yeah. And I feel like, too, if you introduce, I've, I've had this experience where I've introduced my significant other to my family members especially mm-hmm. then about ooh, i would say about maybe six months later or so depending mm-hmm. it usually the, the relationship doesn't really last so that's why i'm very careful now about who i introduce them to okay because they could go downhill okay so that's something we'll talk about when we talk about relationships um dating yeah. and our dating states of relationships yeah series um that's a good point too sometimes it's not a good idea to introduce your significant other to your family or friends because sometimes the relationship again like you said it goes downhill or it didn't it's they're not not to say worthy but their actions don't warrant you introducing them to the people that are closest to you 
And I feel that's also important. Like if they're, um, if their actions speak for itself, then that shows you who they are, you know? But like I said, um, with my ex, I learned that, not to say a little too late, but I wish I never did it if, um, but in a way I'm glad I did because at least they got to see him for who he was and it opened my eyes to what I was dealing with because I was dealing with a lot at the time. So it helped. It didn't hurt. It actually did help. It hurt a little bit because a lot of the people believed his side of things and ultimately that kind of um made me lose some friends but a lot of it actually did help me in the long run because they got to see him for who he was and I got to see it more clearly for myself so it like I said it varies it varies on the situation and it varies um you know like what's going on at that time like I can tell you about you know another friend of mine I met their significant other at an outing and my impression of them was I was like oh okay this person seemed nice and then come to find out it was not what I was expecting to hear so like I said it varies it really really does um have you had I mean besides that one experience have you had other experiences where you introduce someone that you were with to your friends not really no 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 i wanted to but it just never happened that way so that's why i said it it definitely varies um and you you also mentioned um how you you didn't want to believe your friends when they told you something about Mm -hmm. the person that i have the opposite problem with my family if they knew something like oh you know i have a problem with people the truth to the, yeah yeah I, mean, I have that more so with my family I, okay yeah. um that happens too i mean with friends and or especially again if we have those people that are going to tell you something that you clearly didn't want to hear i mean you already kind of know what's going on i mean i didn't wanna... i didn't i didn't want like like I liked, especially the person I liked the person. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't want to hear any bad. Yeah, you didn't see, you didn't see like the, um, you didn't see like the bad stuff that was there already. You just saw what you what I wanted, wanted to see. Right. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. Like if I'm with someone, and that's a general rule of them <laughs> that I do, is that. I try to look for the best in people, even with my friends. I'm I'm very forgiving to a fault, and sometimes that's not always a good thing that I'm learning. Um, is that, you know, with my ex and with the stuff I went through with my friends too, is that, like, they were, they kept telling, they're like, oh, you know, he's this, that. And because I've, I've told them things. That's why they knew so much of what was like kind of happening but again it kind of helped me in the long run because I'm like okay now I definitely realized that okay this person wasn't right like I had fights with my family because of that person too because I wanted to see them in a different light and I thought okay they're gonna change um things like that and when it came down to it 
you know, and I told this person when they, and, and what's ironic about that is that they broke up with me. I didn't break up with them. So like, I was like, okay, so after everything you put me through, you're the one that's ending the relationship. Like if I wish I had the courage to do that because you put me through all of this and yet you're the one that's ending this relationship when you know what you did. You know what I mean? I've, I've, I'm the opposite. I don't like, know. You know what? We're learning we're opposite people. You're very opposite people. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've broken up with someone, but this was a mutual decision with my first boyfriend that I was with. So it was a mutual thing. I mean, I took it hard, but it was mutual. With my ex, I wanted to be the one to do it. But I just didn't know. Um, I didn't know how to approach it. So when he did it, my friends were like, you know what? He gave you an out because you were going through way too much with him. And he put you through all of this. So he gave you an out. I was like, you know what? At first, I didn't want to take it like that. But again, after everything that I did experience with that person, I realized that it was a good thing that it happened the way that it did. Um, In contrast (laughs) to this relationship, I've learned to keep things more private. I mean, yes, I do share certain things about our relationship, but I try to... I mean, because I'm sure everybody does it. You can't say everyone doesn't tell their friends especially if you're going through something, I'm pretty sure everybody, I'm sure you all do it, that you, out of, you know, frustration or venting, you'll share something and, you know, but this actually leads me to another segue of this topic is when to, when it's okay to share and when it's okay, when it's not okay to overshare because a lot of people do that too. They overshare things and then they confront your significant other about hey I heard you're this and that's not okay either so that all comes back to having healthy and respectful boundaries like it's okay to share with your friends but you also have to know what to keep private between you and that person because you don't want (laughs) to overshare either because then that creates a a problem between your friends and the person that you're dating sometimes unintentionally but it happens so that's something else to keep in mind too so which leads me to that topic um have you ever had that situation where you told a friend a close friend stuff about your relationship and has that ever became a conflict between your friend and the person that you were with or no um no actually no. i've never i you mean never, like, i've had it like i could tell something too and then it, it just never created just, a conflict okay that's that's i just who know who not to share. yeah that, that's a that's just another thing who not to, not to share i've i admit i have shared some things but i know like if me and, and you know my significant other was having an issue yes out of frustration I would vent and I'll say oh you know 
he's made me so mad today. <laughs> or I'll say thing. But if it's something that deeply private that we're going through, like I'll give hints about stuff like that, but I'll never um, completely like, I'll just say, hey, we, we got into an argument and I'll ask like for advice on what to do. But that's as far as as that goes because, again, I want to keep what is said between us sacred because that's for him and I, and we know what the situation is. But I'll say, oh, you know what? He and I got into an argument today. <laughs> and I'll say, I need your advice on how can we resolve this problem yeah. and how, you know, like, what what should I do? Or tell me if I'm wrong, and I'll give, like, I'll say partly what it is, but I'll be like, okay, am I wrong in this situation? Or, you know, because sometimes you'll have those friends, too, that will always think you're right, even though that's not what a real friend should be. So that's another thing I wanted to say, too, is that if I'm wrong about something, please don't be afraid to say, like, oh, you were wrong in this situation. Like, you know, that's why I... I can come to my friends because at least I know, like, they're if I'm wrong about something, they're not afraid to say it, and you're not afraid to like let me know that okay, you did this, but this is how you should handle it better. But I've, like I said, I've had situations, even like vice versa, like they'll come to me and say, oh, you know, um, I'm having an issue with my significant other, so what do I do? And I'm like okay, tell, you don't have to tell me everything, but generally speaking, what happened? <laughs> like, generally speaking, you don't have to give me like play-by-play -play details. But at least from that, I can give you sound advice on what to do. And I'll even use that for myself, like, you know, whatever the situation is. So that's, that's something I've learned to like, to share, but over but don't overshare because I did that the last time and it didn't turn out so well. <laughs> so I've learned also like to um, to keep things sacred, but I still do share like certain things if I'm going through something and I'm like, okay, I just need your advice. That's it. Then that's what I what I'm going to do. Um. Another thing I wanted to mention is, like, when you introduce your friends to your significant other, they're not going to have a connection right away because you're the common denominator between them. If they have, a like, a friendship outside of, you know, you introducing them, then that's great because that helps things, especially if you guys go out in a group settings together and you know they have their own thing because <laughs> your relationship versus their friendship is going to be different anyway um so that's something to think about when you're introducing your partner to your best friends even with your family like because I've heard stories that even if you and that person break up they still talk to your family which I still kind of find that a little weird but it is what it is because 
they already had that con- they have that connection because of the fact that you were with them and that also goes it also goes back to if you broken up amicably which we'll talk about that in a future episode um if you broke up with them and, and they still have some type of relationship with your friends or family then it's okay yes it will weird you out a bit but you have to understand that their friendship is already there because of the fact that you introduced them so unless it's really bad and i mean like bad (laughs) then that's when you should step in and say oh no i don't want you talking to that person because this is what happened and that's rarity that's a rare thing but like i said it's it all goes back to having those healthy boundaries too definitely does um and also in you know introducing your friend that's a very important step of introducing your significant other to your friends because that means your relationship is definitely getting serious and that varies like for myself um especially at the stage of the relationship that i'm in right now it's pretty big (laughs) so of course I'm gonna, you know, start introducing him to the people that mean the world to me, like my family, my friends, and, you know, it's like that. And I'm sure for him, it's going to be the same thing. Like, like, a lot of his friends know about me, but meeting me in person, that's going to be a whole different ballgame. But because they know enough about me to know, like, okay... She makes him happy. She's a great girl. Whatever the case, I think, and if, you know, I found out that me and some of his friends have similar interests in common, so that kind of help, helps him a bit, you know, in the official meeting transition. Like, at least it won't be so awkward <laughs> or, like, he won't feel, you know, a certain way about it. But, like I said, that. That's not a one-size-fits-all approach, but if it does, if it has worked for you in the past, then great. If it works for you in your current situation right now, then I think that's also cool, too, because eventually you're going to have to introduce that person to your friends. Like, I think that's something, that's a bridge that has to be crossed at some point. Um. I know I'm crossing that bridge right now because now it's my friend's turn like for to meet that person so I'm not to say I'm nervous but I will say that I'm interested to see how my friends interact with him in the setting so that should be that should be something and I'm sure he feels the same way like him meeting me meeting his friends and the people that he's very close to so that's that's another thing, I, and all of you would have to keep that in mind too. That's, and um, and one other thing, I well, a few other things I wanted to touch on is introducing your sighted friends to your significant other, and vice versa. Um, that can be a challenge, a little bit. Um. I haven't crossed that bridge yet <laughs> on introducing my sighted friends to my significant other, but they know about him. So that should be cool. Mm-hmm. 
and I I know a lot of his friends are like um, at least most of his friends are fully sighted as well. So that's oh. gonna be interesting. Yeah. To see how that dynamic is, I can't wait for that. But a lot and of, he wasn't blind from birth no. too, so that that's another thing. That's like another Vince. thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that's you're learning how to navigate navigate that. through that too. So. But they know again. They they've seen him, so they'll they know what to sort of expect when they meet me because they've watched him transition yeah. from having twenty twenty vision to now having no vision, and from his story, you know, there's a lot of people that left, and that happens too. A lot of people left, but the friendships that he has maintained, and and some new people that he's met over time like they see the type of person he is so they look beyond his disability and they say oh my god he's really cool to be like he's fun to hang out with I can see myself being friends with him and all that stuff so that's why I said it's gonna be interesting to see you know how his friends react I mean obviously they've seen him in transition but seeing another person that he's currently engaged to interact with his friends that's that's something you know that's something I prepared for because he wasn't blind from birth I was so it's a lot different like I've been I've met people (laughs) who were um not blind from birth and it's a whole different like they're so used to seeing and then they're like oh my god I'm never gonna do this again like no I'm like no that again um when we discuss mental health I I I can't stress this enough. There are things you can do. You yeah. can still go out. Yeah. You can still even yeah. if like I said, if you've been twenty years, fifteen, even yeah. three, three years, it's still a bit soon, but I still feel like at the end of the day, you still want to have a life. You still want to yeah. have a social life. You still want to ha- do things for yourself, professionally and personally. You yeah. want to go out with your friends. You want to be able to do that stuff. You want to yeah. get a job. You still can. Like a lot of these things you still can do. And there are ways. With counseling and training. Counseling yeah. and training. Yeah. You can do that. It's yeah. not a. Like, I was li- recently speaking with one of my best friends, and he's still in that... St- I mean, a lot of things happened to him over the past year, so that's making him more self-conscious about going out. But I'm like, with a little persistence, a lot of persistence, I should say, and you can still do a lot of the things you used to it's just gonna take time yeah you know so somebody asked a question um before Mm -hmm. um on what books that we recommend to a blind and visually impaired person and since we're on the topic about um like you still can do things a mm -hmm. book that i recommend for you guys is guiding emily by barbara hensky and that's about and that is about she she had 2020 vision she Mm -hmm. lost her she had an accident on her honeymoon oh and then goodness. she's she had to learn how to live 
how to regain her life and right. so she had to go through periods of depression and oh, no, all that. a lot of people do yeah. and so that's that's something that's something to inspire right you read guiding emily there's also after you read that um <laughs> uh the unexpected path which is Ooh. the second book of the guiding emily series oh wow okay. yeah and after that after you're done reading that over every hurdle so those are the three that i recommend you got to read them in order though okay yeah (laughs) it's a series good to know good to know yeah Um, so but definitely for the purposes of what we're speaking about is um specifically because we've been talking about friendships throughout these last couple episodes um what i want to mention is like i said if you're newly blind total or visually impaired again um which i didn't mention in the last episode but if they were really your friends they would still be around in terms of okay you're going through a major change in your life and it shouldn't change the way and i want to emphasize that it shouldn't change the way that person felt about you before and after if it does then that tells you who they were to begin with um you know I've never had that experience because again I was born I was blind from birth so I never had to deal with that transition and I know you know not everyone's comfortable about talking about that but I just want to say that if you are currently going through that or if you still feel like you're being treated differently because of that situation um this is why i can't wait to talk about that in future episodes there are things you can still do for yourself and to have the life that you had before it's going to be different it still is different but you can still kind of have a social life you can still have a dating life yes it's a little more challenging because that um you can still do things. I don't want you to feel like you have to hold yourself back because of all that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to go through periods of depression. Trust me, I'm sure a lot of people have, and I'm sure all of you that's listening. Or hopelessness has, has and all that. Everything like that. So we say all that to say is you I can, mean, we go through those too. If Even if you're blind from birth, you're birth, still going to go through, through periods, periods of like depression or sadness but there are things you can do to kind of like lessen those feelings of sadness and depression um what else i wanted to mention about and another book i want to recommend for Mm -hmm. you guys too that also is a story about someone who's been blind from birth if you want to know somebody's story is just human by ariel silverman which i actually was actually reading Oh, uh, wow. some of it because oh, at okay. my job um since i work for a non-profit mm-hmm. jewish organization she actually recorded this one but they're actually doing a studio version at my job oh wow so. that's pretty cool that's awesome to know oh wow. yeah cool. i think it's it's available on amazon if you have um audible oh uh, okay perfect i think it's available on perfect, amazon perfect, so perfect. That's another awesome. book to recommend <laughs> for you guys oh okay awesome awesome yeah. it's, it's a great story it's some of it is she's been blind from birth and mm-hmm. she's jewish so it's knowing how to navigate her jewish life and yeah and and her her blindness blindness. so when you have to go through though that factor too that's that's, another thing that's another thing we're going to talk about is how our different cultures deal with um we're going to talk about that more when we talk about mental health 
how our culture treat blindness and how each culture differs from, you know, your culture or mine or even Kayla's. So that's something we're definitely going to touch on. Um, I think the last thing I want to say about when you're introducing um, your best friend to the person that you're dating or you're just now newly engaged or even married um again like like I spoke about have healthy boundaries when it's when you're having date night you're having date night you shouldn't have your friends call you (laughs) when you're having date night out okay um my friends I don't even have to tell them they know if I say oh I'm going out with this I'm going out with my significant other today I don't want you to call me in the middle of dinner <laughs> to tell me about I'm like we'll talk later yeah. oh no I've had um when I was seeing somebody um mm-hmm. I've had um well his uh friends would call when he was at my house right like don't they know like <laughs> like like these people have nothing better to do uh, yeah right right or even like um when my fiance was here like I I messaged my friends, but it was very few because like they'll call they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I forgot you were with them today. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> we'll talk later. Or if they had like happy news to tell me, in this case I'll answer it. Like but I mean with my family, obviously I have to answer because that's family, but um but yeah. Boundaries, guys, <laughs> boundaries. Um if you healthy, healthy boundaries. boundaries. If you're Because I'm sure you wouldn't like it if, you know, your friends called you when you're on a date night. Don't do it to your friends. (laughs) Just don't do it. It's one of those things. Um, And I'm sure your partners have gone through this too where their friends would call them during your night out or your, you know, whatever you guys are doing. So please have a healthy boundary with that. I'll talk more about that when we um do our dating series our dating relationship series so that please that is boundaries (laughs) um i think we've covered a lot on this um we'll be touching more on that when we do talk about dating and everything like that but i hope i answered a lot of what you guys were thinking if i didn't you can always email us the blind spot at gmail.com and you can also follow us on instagram um like we said and um if you haven't already (laughs) if you haven't already please follow us we appreciate the following um and yeah so that's pretty much so um that pretty much ends our friendship series which i really do hope you guys got a lot out of it i know kayla and i did Um, and we learned something about each other too. About each other as well. So this is why I love doing because we've learned so much about each other over these last couple months of doing, especially um, tackling our friendships. Um, we're gonna kind of dip into that a little bit too when we talk about dating because that's also related. <laughs> I mean, we talked a lot about it here, but there are certain situations where your friends are involved in and that's something I want to touch on a little bit more on so that's definitely gonna happen so (laughs) get ready um 
and yeah this is the end of our friendship series and i like i said i hope you guys got a lot out of it i hope you enjoyed listening i hope that you've learned something or even if you you know are in a newly formed friendship i hope this definitely helped you a lot um it definitely helped us (laughs) um you know, we've navigated our friendships from adolescence into now and mm. to our adulthood. And a lot of people didn't stick around. We'll say that. Yeah, that happened to me, too. The people, like, A lot of people are not going to stick around, which, unfortunately, you will come to learn that You'll as you go that. through life. Yes. And the people that have, they know who they are. And I'm grateful for what I have now versus what I had then. Because I like we both said we know who we can count on. We know who we can share things with. We know who we have a great time going out with. So that that definitely is important. And I hope you all, you know, took something away from that as well. And even if you took something away, share it with other people. I know you guys are, some of you guys are listening, I don't know, on video chat or or, or in a room or with a, a with pile of snacks in front of you. That's exactly. fine, too. That's great. <laughs> oh, we're going to, oh, speaking of snacks, we're going to talk about in a future episode of, like, what do you guys like to do when you go to, like, what kind of snacks do you guys like to do when you go on social outings? Yeah. That should be fun to see what you guys come up with. <laughs> yeah, so if um, you can send us like your emails, emails or questions and everything like that, we appreciate it. So thank you guys for listening. I'm Melissa Altador. I'm Kayla Aliquin, and, and this, this was, was The Blind, blind Spot. spot. <laughs>